I mean, you got a nice carpet, but you see the yeah, spots but, on the carpet. Yeah. Just look at the nice carpet. And yeah. it's, you know, sometimes we look for the dirt. We look for the problem. Mm. But there's always a solution there. There's something always. Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our minds. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into Mind Matters because your mind matters to God. Thank you for tuning in with Mind Matters today. I'm glad that you're with me. Last week, we definitely talked about the importance of not living a life trying to please everybody. And today, we're going to address an important and important a vital area as relates to marriage. So today we're going to give you five ideas for a growing marriage mindset. If you know somebody that's married, tell them to tune in. Call them up. Download the app. They need to listen to this particular show or somebody that want to be married. Because marriage is a sacred bond that requires constant nurturing and growth. And it's a mindset that is focused on long Longevity. I really believe that it's focused on longevity and unity. In our country, in our culture, they say about 40 to 50% of marriages end in divorce. I don't know the latest statistics, but that's probably the norm, whether you're in church or outside of church. Now, these are staggering statistics. It helps us to know that couples need to develop a growing marriage mindset that they can withstand the challenges and adversities that life brings. Now, one of the factors that could be so significant in how marriages are impacted is adverse childhood experiences because traumatic events or circumstances experienced during childhood like abuse, neglect, household dysfunction, witnessing domestic violence or someone killed or someone neglected verbally and physically or abused physically, it can cause relationships down the road to be hindered or damaging. So today, I'm glad you're with us. I have a special guest with me today. She's going to induce herself. Induce myself? Yeah, induce yourself. <laughs> induce yourself with the truth. Oh my goodness. I'll, I'll introduce myself. Well, I want you to introduce yourself. Oh, this is Lady. Uh, Who Sin- are you? Sydney. <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm not having a baby here. You know. <laughs> good stuff. This is good stuff. So uh, we're going to try to continue, I guess. Okay. Uh, this is Lady Cindy Jones of Faith Community Church in Orange Park. <laughs> well, thank you for being with us today, Lady of Cindy, oh whoever you are. Thank you, but no, really, thank you. But we're talking about today how important it is to have a growing marriage mindset. Yes. Now, we've been together how many years? Together. 46 years. We're going on 46 years. Let me help you out. Let me go ahead and interject you just that. Jump right yeah, on we're in high there. school. Yeah, we're high school sweethearts. Yes. We've been together a while. We, yes. We've been married 
42. Two years? Okay. Well, no, we've been married 42 years. Going on going 43. 43. Yeah, yes. coming up. That'll be shortly. But the point is, is that I think we know a little something about marriage. Yeah, I think we can help our audience today to really unpack what it means to have a growing marriage. Okay. That means you got to have a certain mindset as relates to this type of relationships. Because mm-hmm. if most couples will say one out of two get a divorce, mm. that's a problem. Yeah, it as is. we that say is the old adage, Houston, right. we got a problem. Right. So let's talk about some things today <clears throat> to help our audience, whoever's listening, whoever will tune in, the power of a growing marriage mindset. And the first thing is this. We have to cultivate forgiveness and grace. It's a must. Why is that? Because <laughs> life happens and we're not going to please each other. You sure about that? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yes. But no. <laughs> yes, we. I'm sure about that, that we will not please each other all the time. <laughs> and so we have to allow each other, accept each other as is. Okay. And forgive yes. because we will get our, get get your feelings hurt. We will get our feelings well, hurt. Well, this is what the Bible says about it. And you know what the word says. I believe mm-hmm. it talks about it in Ephesians. And it says, be kind and compassionate to one another. Mm-hmm. Then it says, forgiving each other. Mm-hmm. Just as Christ forgave us. So we have to embrace forgiveness, and we yes. have to give each other room. We have to give each other space, yes. grace, yes, to get past hurts, yes, offenses, yes, all of those issues. And yes. I think, in turn, it creates a stronger bond as yes. we go forward because it's a cultivating, oh yes, an attitude of forgiveness. Yes. A lot of times I think we have unrealistic expectations of the other person. I was thinking the same thing because a lot of times we we see this on TV, you know, where couples are embracing and they say, I love you and I will never do anything to hurt you. Well, (laughs) I think they they mean I won't do anything intentionally to hurt you. Right. But sometimes you may have those moments. Right. It depends on how much you got on my nerves. Right. (laughs) Well, it's how we're feeling, what's going on with our body, our emotions, our hormones, all of those issues. You know, it's where life has brought us, right? Because we talked about adverse childhood experiences. Yeah. I do believe some of those traumas and adversity in childhood can roll over into adult relationships. Oh, yes. And they can be so unhealthy. So to me now, that's why premarital counseling is vital mm-hmm. to any mm-hmm. long-lasting relationship that yeah. people want to have in the future. Mm-hmm. You have to really be advised. We didn't have it growing up in the early 80s, but mm-hmm. we have survived. We're thriving in our relationship. We're doing great things individually and as a couple. And God has blessed us because mm-hmm. we keep God in the center. Yes personally but also relationally and I think that's vital to any growing marriage we got to have that level of mindset and we talked about the first thing we got to cultivate forgiveness what that means to me we got to set aside intentional time to open up and have honest dialogue honest communication yes we have to be an active listener to each Mm -hmm. other Right. Sometimes we got to validate each other's feelings. Yes. 
And then we have to offer forgiveness. I apologize. Forgive me. We have to verbalize that. If we don't, we can hold that, and then conflict may rise later. Mm-hmm. And as you just said, nobody's perfect. We have not arrived, but we still, as it relates to cultivating forgiveness, we can create that environment and grace. And as you stated, I don't know if you did, but it can be a safe place to grow. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. And it's not easy. Why, why, why would you say that? Because, like you said, we, we've had... It's two histories coming together. Yes. And as you living with each other and growing, uh, a lot of, uh, of many of the things that we've been through in our history comes back. Yeah, from childhood. Yeah, from childhood. Yeah. Whatever we have experienced in life before we have come together as a couple is going to come up. Yes. Whoever we have experienced it with before yes, is go. going to come up again. One hundred. A lot of, and, and that's that's the thing that people have to realize. They think that going from one person to another person to another person is going to get better. You know, well, my ex husband did that, so I ain't doing that in this the next one. And so, but then the same situation comes up again, and then what? Oh, right. We want out again. And we're going to find somebody else. There's no perfect people. We got to overcome the situation in our life and face ourselves. A lot of times that's the issue. We don't want to face ourselves. Right. Because if there is something that's coming up within us that we're not handling, mm -hmm. that we're not dealing with, then we want out and we want to get away from it instead of, like you said, addressing this the issue or the situation and getting over that and accepting each other just the way we are. Yes. And you may not like the way that is. Correct. At the moment. Right. But you got to extend grace and you got to forgive. Yes. And the second thing is this. I like what you just said and how you said it. We have to prioritize emotional intimacy and that can deepen the connection in our marriage. In our relationship, we have to do that. And as we go forward, right, there's a principle that says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins or a multitude of faults. That's in First Peter chapter 4. So we have to do that in order to have a growing marriage mindset. We have to prioritize emotional intimacy, recognize the importance of communicating or being intimate because it deepens the connection between a husband and a wife and it strengthens the foundation of marriage that is so important you right? have to go through to create something like that okay what you, you got to go by through that? some situations where uh like i said you got to accept each other just the way you are mm -hmm. you know and when the in a marriage, when you're accepting each other with the flaws, mm -hmm. with the scars, yes. and trying to be compassionate and understanding, and you still love me, you know how I am, but you still love me, that creates intimacy. When you still want to embrace one another after you know how the person is. You mean physically, emotionally, their flaws, they're not like they yeah. used to be. Mm -hmm. 
physically. They're not or perfect. They're not perfect. You thought they were perfect. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> you thought they was yeah. perfect. Yeah. But as you're listening to this show today, it's important to understand marriage is important. Marriage is God's idea mm-hmm. in the Bible. It's mm-hmm. not man's idea. But even when two people come together, they have to constantly be growing. Yes. So today it's an important topic about understanding. We're giving you five things in understanding how to have a growing marriage mindset. We talked about forgiveness. It's, pro- it's very important. But the second thing we're on right now is prioritizing emotional intimacy. We got to create a safe place, non-judgmental, right? And a space where two people will feel comfortable expressing their thoughts and their emotions, whether we like what they say or not. You're creating a space for emotional intimacy. And when people, Lady Ivana, when people are connected emotionally, they're going to be connected in many other ways. Oh, yes. Why is that? Because they're accepting each other just where they are. Right. You know, and they're not criticizing or putting them down mm. because one could be mature, mature in one area and the other one haven't quite got that to that mature state. But you still got to accept them just the way they are, where they are, and continually to pray for one another is wow. so important. You're going to throw prayer in there? Come yes. On, oh, what are you talking about? It is necessary. Really? For your own sanity. You positive? You said for your own sanity. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So in the beginning, in the middle, and prayer is important. Yes, it is. Okay. I like what you said because... Prayer opens things up. Yes. Prayer changes things. Yeah. Prayer calms us down. I think, you know, we pray together. You know, me and mm-hmm. you pray together certain times. We mm-hmm. pray together sometimes during the day. You have prayed for me. I have prayed for you. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel good. Oh, yes. That makes me connect to you more emotional. I don't know why couples don't pray together more. Mm. We're going to talk about that in the future. Because prayer works and prayer changes things. And the Bible even says... Pray for one another. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters, and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org. Or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833-435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. Now the third point we're going to talk about today as relates to those five ideas for a growing marriage mindset. We have to have an attitude of nurturing friendship and companionship. The principle tells us that two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. My goodness, I love that. Cindy? That is comforting. Oh, yes, that's powerful when we understand how to nurture friendships in a marriage. Yes. So a marriage can continually grow yes. continually, right? I need you. You need me. Amen. Amen. We do. We We need each other. And we have to do that because two are better than one. That's a biblical principle. Right. So I think we have to view our spouse. And if it didn't happen in the beginning, we need to do it now. Couples need to view each other as 
a friend. Mm-hmm. And many may say a best friend because mm-hmm. that can strengthen the relationship and yes. it can create a, an incredible bond and a support and a supportive partnership going forward. That is so important. Why is that? I mean, it's because in in the beginning, when you're dating, you're yes. getting data about each other. You are. You're, you're getting to know each other, and you become friends. And you should become friends before you decide to get married and take on the responsibilities of marriage. I think a lot of times the friendship get lost. Uh, after the marriage, after we say I do, okay, because of the responsibility and in the responsibilities that we have in the marriage and taking care of children and all of this, yeah, and, bills, you know, and yes, careers, and, and so we thinking more about responsibility versus being friends. We are friends. We decided to spend life together for the rest of our lives. Yes, and sometimes that gets forgotten because we start putting the children first and everything else first and then when the children get home we start looking at each other again and uh, do I know you right no I think that's so (laughs) the children are going to grow up and leave (laughs) so that's why we have to nurture this friendship yes and companionship in a marriage so if you're listening today I want you to understand the power of a growing marriage mindset Mm -hmm. you gotta cultivate forgiveness you have to understand how to prioritize intimacy and then you really have to understand friendship in and companionship in this yes, relationship. You are a team. You are a team. You're a team. Oh, you're I not. Mean. You're not. They're not an opponent. Right. You ain't trying to ha- figure out how to get over on one another. You're working together. You hear a lot of times people say partnership nowadays, and but it is a team life together. And I think that's so important. What you just said. And as we understand how to nurture friendships in a marriage, we have to enjoy one another. Yes. We have to really enjoy one another, not be intentional about it. Be intentional. And I think when we're intentional, feelings will stay there. Feelings may Mm -hmm. come and go, though, no matter what, because that's life. Yes. But if we really enjoy one another, and some of the things we can do, we can go out sometimes. We'll say, pick a day, a week, whether it's Monday, whether it's Thursday, whether it's Friday, go out. Some people call it a date night. Some people call it a time of courting or just time of hanging out. I think couples, marriage needs to do that. What about hobbies? Sometimes they can do hobbies together. Mm -hmm. Some people may love to walk together. They may love to go to the park Mm -hmm. or they may want to work out together. Mm -hmm. Just spending quality time is so important than quantity. I think quality is better than quantity. The, the amount of time some people say, no, it's important to spend 10 hours that day with them. Maybe. But are those 10 hours quality? Right. That means are you really you listening? You got to give each other time to be a part too. Yes. To develop yourself individually. Yes. Because both of you are not alike. I agree. You know, as far yes. as that, you both had two individual lives but you decide to put those two individual lives together but you want to cultivate your individual life and come together to enjoy each other together also i agree 100 percent, 100 percent. so as we are nurturing friendships we got to be supportive and we have to be intentional by creating opportunities just to laugh oh yes <laughs> oh yes just to hang laugh. out buddy 
hang out, buddy. No, just to <laughs> laugh and mm-hmm. have fun. Yeah. You know, the Bible says laughter is like a medicine, mm-hmm. but a broken spirit dries up the bones. Yes. So when couples get too serious or a marriage can be too serious, and I think it is a serious matter. Yeah, when you're only talking about the bills. You're only talking about bills. You're only you're talking, talking about, about the work. children, you're talking the about, work. Right. Right. Yeah. Children, you know, your house, your apartment, your yard. I mean, you have to pull away mm-hmm. so you won't fall apart. Right. I think couples, marriages need to pull away from the hustle and bustle so they won't fall apart in their relationship. Yeah. That is vital. Yeah. Share your dreams, your your goals, your hopes, your you know, stay in touch with one another yeah. and encourage one another. Support one another. You know, that's in that friendship and and support each other to accomplish those goals. I agree 100 percent. And, you know, I have goals I share with you Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. even though we've been together 40 plus years, 40, almost 43 in marital relationships and 46 years knowing each other. I'll say, Cindy, I have this goal. What do you think about it? And you may (laughs) share something with me and what you want to do. You just finish your associate degree. Uh, and you have an associate degree, and you're excited about that. I support that goal. You supported my goal when I went to college and got my uh, bachelor's and master's and doctorate degree. You supported me, and we supported our children. Yeah. We support people in general, Yeah. whatever they want to do, and I think that helps mm-hmm. to cultivate friendships and a stronger companionship. And the fourth thing we want to talk about today is cultivating a gratitude and appreciation in marriage. The Bible tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. So I'm thankful for you, Cindy. I'm thankful for you, too. No, I really am. I'm I'm thankful for you as a person. I pray for you. When I pray in the morning, I include your name in my prayer. Mm. I said, Father, Thank you for my wife. Thank you for Cindy. Actually, I say Cindy, but you are my wife. But I said thank you. I pray for my children. I pray for our country. I pray for our nation. I pray for the church that God has allowed us to lead. I pray for the members, just like you pray as well. But I think I pray with an attitude of gratitude. Yes. And I'm asking God to bless you that you reach your full potential as a woman of God. Mm-hmm. Not just my wife, but you're an individual as well. Like you said, we have a history before we got married. Mm-hmm. You're somebody. You're even more of a body. <laughs> you're more of a body only because of me, right? Okay. You're somebody because of me. No, mm. I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> but we do have to cultivate <laughs> gratitude and appreciation. That is so important, too, because a lot of times... It, well, I try to forewarn couples when we go through premarital counseling that once you get married, all the things that we did not notice when we was dating will be seen. Yes. yes. <laughs> Everything's get escalated like 10 times. We start noticing uh, habits or or flaws in our partner and then we like, what did I get myself into? Well, don't concentrate on that. Right. Don't right. focus on that. Remember, right. there's no one perfect. Yes. And cultivating the 
gratitude and the appreciation think about what is it that you love so much about that person that you said i did yes that you said i want to spend the rest of my life with you right those are the things you want to focus on not focus on all the little idiosyncrasies you know things yeah yeah I mean, you got a nice carpet, but you see the yeah, spots but, on the carpet. Yeah. Just look at the nice carpet. It yeah. is, you know, sometimes we look for the dirt. We look for the problem, mm. but there's always a solution there. There's something always better. So, yeah, the enemy always trying to show you yes, the, 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 the imperfections, the flaws, because right. he wants you to, he's against marriage because God ordained marriage in the first place. Right. So he's going to point out everything and, and he's going to get in your mind and try to bring all kind of negative ideas and this and that and the other against that person. But you got to thank God for the person, appreciate the good things about them. And the way you do it. And express it. Yeah, but there you go. You got it. Express it verbally. What about leaving a note saying I love you? Oh, yeah. What about making a phone call throughout the day? Keep the romance in. Yeah, keep the romance. Let them know you're thinking. Mm -hmm. So the fifth thing we want to talk about today before we close here shortly, we want to embrace continued growth and learning, right? Mm -hmm. Learning the scripture. Mm -hmm. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other to succeed. That's Ecclesiastic chapter number four, verse nine. So a growing marriage mindset involves recognizing that personal growth and learning as individuals contribute to the growth of the marriage. When I'm better individually and you're better individually, we're going to be even more powerful together. That means Mm -hmm. you just went to school. I've been to school, I'm reading books, you're reading books, we're growing intellectually, we're growing spiritually, so we have to allow space for each other to grow, Mm -hmm. right? To take on things and taking music lessons, swimming lessons, vocal lessons. Me taking saxophone lessons. One day spending I want to time with your friends. Spend time with your friends. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to learn the saxophone. Really. I know the trumpet. I know how to play baritone, tuba, trombone. I really love the alto sax. Mm. So I know you're going to encourage me to do that at one point, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> right. At one point, because mm-hmm. that's going to make me grow even more. I'm a musician by nature. I love music, but one of my instruments I have not mastered. I tried it, is the saxophone. So those are the things I think is important for us to understand embracing continued growth individually. Yes. And that helps us. Yes. And understand where each other are in life. Yes. Because we're going to go through various stages in life. Yes. And we will change. People like, well, people change. Well, people are supposed to change. <laughs> You're going to be, you're growing old together and you're going through different stages in life and you got to understand each other, what each other is going through and, and accept it. Yes. Accept the change. Embrace the change. Well, change is not easy. Change is uncomfortable, right? No, I, listen, I don't want you to move the furniture around in the house. Just (laughs) leave it the way it is. Come on now. Oh, God. (laughs) If I come home and the couch is over here and it's been over there for eight months or eight years, Mm. you change some things because change is inevitable. Yes, it is. Now, change can come by us choosing to change, (laughs) right? Right. But it can become, it can come organically as well. Yes. So, change is powerful. 
Thank you for being with me today, Lady of Honor. You're welcome. Embrace the change. Embrace the change. <laughs> Embrace the change. So, listen, we talked about cultivating forgiveness, prioritizing emotional imp- in- intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. We want to nurture friendships and companionships. We have to cultivate gratitude and appreciation in our relationship, and we have to personally be constantly growing and embrace that growth between one another. I'm so thankful that you hung out with me today, Lady of Honor. Anything you want to say? It was my pleasure. Enjoyed it. So I do believe by adopting these mindsets that we talked about today, couples can create a solid foundation and a fulfilling and thriving marriage. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's Word can get our minds right. You can also hear Dr. Jones preach in person Sundays at 11 a.m. at Faith Community Church of God at 1268 Gano Avenue in Orange Park, Florida, 32073. 